There we go. Hello, shitheads. Sorry, that was a weird introduction. Uh, <laughs> the the shit wasn't working at first. I was having technical difficulties, and I wasn't prepared for it to work. But oh, shitheads. How's it going? Hope everyone's having a great week. Great weekend. Um, first things first, I need to address the uh, the finger condom that I am wearing. Uh, only people you can only see it in the video version. But uh, yeah, last night um, I almost sliced my finger off as a result of dumbassery. That's the best way I can put it. Just straight up dumbassery. I was trying to open something with my pocket knife. I use my I have a knife on me all the time. I use my pocket knife all the time. And uh this time I almost filleted off half my finger. <laughs> I I was just uh, me and my sister is watching American horror stories. Who's talking and I opened it. I you're not supposed to you know you're not supposed to never open a knife open anything point the knife towards you. It wasn't pointed towards me, but the thing that was opening was kind of small and just went, the knife just went right into my finger and then kept going. So it definitely almost filleted half, like a solid chunk just out of it. But, uh, and did I go to the doctor? No, of course I didn't go to the doctor. Why would I go to the hospital? That's where all of the coroned people are. I'm not trying to go to where the coroned people are. I'm high risk. I don't want to die for a cut. I'm not going to risk my life to have stitches, bitch. No. So yesterday I um, had some gauze and some tape and I just put the gauze around there and had my sister tape it. She didn't tape it tight enough. And I went and like taped it all the way around. And then uh, this morning when I woke up, it was pretty much like it laid it flat because like the skin was loose, like to where like if I touched the bottom part of my uh, finger, you can move the skin around. <laughs> it's kind of gross. It, was, it bled for a while, but uh, and I like bled a lot for a while. But I mean, it's I'll, it's not really bleeding that much anymore. But uh, yeah, so this morning when I took well, I went to CVS, I was there for 30 minutes just staring at everything. Like, why the fuck are Band-Aids and, like, Tylenol so expensive? Like, why? Band-Aids, 10 Band-Aids for $9? Like, the fuck? That's some bullshit. <laughs> That's really some bullshit. Like, you can't even, like, I bought some iodine because I'm a little bitch. I don't like alcohol. I don't like peroxide. That shit hurts too much. And this is a really big cut, so I know it's going to hurt like crazy. So I cheated. I got iodine. Well, there was iodine, and they had, like, this other, like, wound spray, CVS wound spray. But I called my dad, and I was like, you used to put iodine on our cuts. And he's like, yeah, because I remember, like, it was just, I remember some brown shit. Like, he was poor on our, um, when we get cuts and stuff. And um, it was iodine, so I bought some of that. Um, and uh, some band some butterfly bandages so that I can, like, since I'm not getting stitches, like, the one time I almost got, I've never had stitches before. The one time I probably should have got stitches, other than this time, this time I definitely should get stitches, but I'm not going to. Um, when I was like eight, I dropped a, something on my toe and it cut it open and they put butterfly bandages over it. So, butterfly bandages, you just, I put it on there, just yanked it. <laughs> not hard, but yanked it to where like, because it was mostly touching, so I just yanked it to where it was touching more. 
and put a couple on there and then put a band-aid on there and then put a finger condom on there good to go and i'll change it a couple times a day and iodine it up probably rinse it under warm water once it stops hurting some and i got some tylenol because it does kind of hurt a bit and i plan on doing festivities and shit tomorrow so i need to be able to move around but uh yeah so that's what happened to my finger dumb bitch shit moving right along so this week's episode is going to be very um wrestling forward because i have some things to say and this is only the second like wrestling forward wrestling heavy like episode ever so (laughs) get ready but uh yeah we'll go wrestling i might depend on how long i'm talking about wrestling for i might have a couple other things to talk about so first things first last weekend was extreme rules now wrestling they're still doing like no fans like they have like people who are uh they're filming in like their performance center which is their like training uh facility in florida so they have like aspiring wrestlers in the in the stands like and then they have uh like splash guards like uh the shit that they have at like the same shit that they put up at like target and shit they just got bigger ones and put it around the the edge of the ring so that you can't spit on the fans or whatever so uh yeah, so they're, they, the pay-per-views and should have been in the performance center. So, um, yeah, Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules had, the event had an A rating. And I must say, this is the first time well, I've been, since I've been paying attention to the ratings where it was actually probably an A rating, A rated, like, pay-per-view event. The matches were actually pretty good. The only one I didn't really fuck with, like, uh, I didn't really watch, like, I watched all of them, but I didn't really care too much for the Bailey match. Like, it was just kind of like, meh. And then they had uh, Sasha Banks. Like, the Sasha Banks match was okay. Her match was getting good. Her match with Asuka was definitely getting good. And then Asuka did the Tajiri on the ref. And then, the t- for those of you who don't know, Tajiri was... Asian wrestler, no, the Japanese. I don't know. You never really know what people are because you could be Chinese and they could be telling you you're Japanese. Like they're one of uh, Rikishi's brother. He's Samoan and he died. I forgot his name. Fuck. But Rikishi's brother is Samoan, Rikishi, and they had him playing uh, Yoko, Yoko, Yokozuna, Yokohama, Yoka. He was playing a Japanese sumo wrestler. But he was Samoan, so you never really know who people, like, racist people are. But I'm pretty sure uh, Tajiri was Japanese. Not completely sure, but Asuka has adopted some of Tajiri's shit. He wears, well, not not what, what she wears, but he would uh, spit green venom, quote-unquote venom, at people. Like, spit in their eyes and blind them. And she, uh, she did the... Uh, she did the uh she did the tajiri to she was aiming for uh sasha but she hit the ref of course and then the ref went down being a little bitch all right i don't think i could wear those finger condoms they are too tight um 
but the ref went down, was being a little bitch, and then um, at the same time, like, Sasha was on the floor or whatever, and they, Sasha and Asuka were both on the floor, and then um, for those of you who aren't can't see the video, uh, my hand kind of started to hurt a little bit. So I'm, I, I'm about to I'm taking the bandage off and I'm about to readjust it because it's just on a little too tight. I was cutting off my circulation, so I just need to uh, like readjust it, and that's why I'm like pausing a lot with my words. I, you know, usually I pause a lot with my words just because I don't know how to speak like a normal person half the time, but now it's because I'm trying to multitask and it's failing. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, so um, after she did that, then uh, Bailey went in the went in the in the ring, and she uh, took the uh, the ref's shirt, put it on, and then she counted Asuka. Uh, she had Sasha pin Asuka, and then uh, she won the match and had her ring the bell. And then they just left with the uh, with the belts, and nobody said shit. And a crazy thing earlier in the earlier in the night, um, Apollo Cruz was supposed to fight MVP's old ass. Like I'm tired of his punk ass. Why the fuck did they bring him back? He was not good back in the day. Like why bring him back now? Nobody gives a fuck about MVP. Like ill, just go away. And then he's trying to be fucking Bobby Lashley's uh manager like i didn't even like i I keep missing a lot of like episodes of raw and smackdown i'll miss a couple weeks and i'm like fuck it i'm just gonna start i'm not gonna catch up i'm just gonna watch this week because i know they're gonna do a recap of the shit that's been going on for the last couple of weeks if it's relevant so i'm always behind but uh yeah so uh as y'all know, what y'all don't know, y'all don't fucking watch wrestling. But Bobby Lashley stole uh, Lana from Rusev. Now this is fucking crazy. So Rusev, <coughs> Rusev and Lana are married in real life, and uh, Lana she wrestles, I guess sometimes. But Lana um was Rusev's like manager or whatever and like the people the managers are the people that just walk out with the wrestlers and don't really do shit they just run their mouths that was Lana Rusev Lana was after Rusev and um then the storyline just started where uh all of a sudden Rusev's not a man and Lana is in love with Bobby Lashley and like they to the point where she Rusev was having a fight and she came out with Bobby Lashley instead of the top of the ramp and like was fucking him. <laughs> Damn near, she had his her leg around his uh around his uh uh his waist and like they were making out and shit like heavily making out to where I was like, "Damn, he's basically got his dick in her already." Like that's how much like I was just like, "Fuck." And then Rusev was just watching that and I'm just like, "Damn." Why are they doing this? They like the WWE writers are assholes <laughs> because this is like real life. This is their real life. And then Rusev, there's not kayfabe anymore. Kayfabe is back in the Attitude Era and before like wrestlers 
if uh like if you broke your leg or if you uh no let's say uh say you uh yeah so say you broke your leg in a match then you have to walk around with crutches out in real life even if you didn't really break your leg if it's just storyline that you broke your leg then you have to be broken and crippled and hop along hopping along out in real life and not you're you are that character basically but that doesn't exist anymore because social media can't definitely can't but so Rusev was going on interviews and they're like well Rusev what's going on with you and Lana like and you Lana and Lashley he's like oh well I you know I had a hand in making this storyline I was part like I was all for it but he's saying it and he looks dead inside and I'm just like damn man Rusev poor Rusev like Lana's always been crazy Rusev has just been there for her and shit I mean they both had their differences but like their marriage was kind of working and now it's like okay you got her doing all this shit with Lashley to the point to where this storyline went so far as to her getting divorced from Rusev and marrying Lashley. And she's still married to Lashley. Rusev isn't even on TV anymore. Like, the fuck? And it's fucked up. Like, they just be fucking with people's lives. There's this other uh, couple, the Canellises. And Maria Canellis, she's a strong woman or whatever. <laughs> she's <laughs> like in uh, South Park, she's strong woman. That's basically her character, strong woman. But her husband, Mike Canellis, is her bitch. <laughs> to the point where like she, they, they, uh, she got pregnant and they left for, because of maternity leave, they're a uh, uh, mixed tag couple or whatever. And she got pregnant and left. He wasn't on TV and shit after when, while she was pregnant. They were both gone for the baby. Whatever. They came back. And then um, she has a storyline where uh, she's she's always like, oh, you're not a, telling her husband. You're not a man. You're a little bitch. I don't know why I'm with you. I fucking hate you. Like, you suck. You're not a real man. But then, and she was doing that shit before. But then, now, uh, they're, so they have their baby and now uh, she's like i'm pregnant you're not man enough to be the baby's father even though they just had a baby and then um she goes on this thing she's she starts going up to guys and she's like oh maybe uh maybe apollo's maybe apollo's the baby's daddy maybe uh uh so-and-so's the baby's daddy and then i think they even had like a who's your daddy match (laughs) like they just it's like but he had to sit there like her, her she had, she's literally telling her husband you're a bitch you're not a real man i could never have kids with you just saying these things to him and like making it convincing and i'm just like damn i feel bad for him like i feel so bad for him because she seems like she might be like that in real life and this is his life and they're not on tv right now either like a lot of people got fired because of they can afford to pay all of the wrestlers because they don't have revenue from fans coming in which i mean i feel like that's still kind of bullshit because um you have you're still you're still on tv so you have your ad deals and you pet people are paying ten dollars a month still for fucking wwe network but uh what was i talking about <laughs> i don't remember where that went came from but uh a-rated matches so the pay-per-view overall money in the no what is this extreme rules was a uh, a rated and uh the 
big thing, the finale or whatever, the final match headline or whatever you want to call it, was a swamp match with Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. Now, the backstory between them, Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, Bray was a cult leader. He brought in Braun as one of his disciples, and then eventually Braun left the cult. Bray got weird. He turned into the fiend, and uh, he, well, Bray, Bray was still Bray. Then he fought Matt Hardy at a place that looked similar to where they was at for the swamp thing. But yeah, he fought Matt, fought Matt Hardy at the Hardy compound and went into the lake and then never came back out and then came back as Matt Hardy's little bitch, <laughs> basically. And then after his storyline with Matt Hardy ended, his, he went crazy in the head, quote unquote. And then um, after he came back and he came back and he was crazy. He had the Firefly Funhouse. Firefly Funhouse and he was also the fiend. So he's Bray Wyatt, but he had a split persona with the fiend, and the fiend was trying to take over Bray Wyatt, and Bray Wyatt was afraid of the fiend, and then uh, whatever. So before I get to this Extreme Rules match, we have to go to WrestleMania. Back to WrestleMania because this was an A-rated uh, pay-per-view. Ninety, Most of the matches were garbage. Uh, an A-rated match, John Cena versus the fiend bray wyatt this was so stupid it wasn't even a match it was like i was so fresh and it was the last fucking match of the show too i think so basically john cena bray wyatt has the firefly funhouse it's like fucking blues clues i guess with puppets and shit it's weird um so uh in this match with john cena John Cena enters the Firefly Funhouse and he starts having like they keep showing like having flashbacks or whatever and showing like his old matches and like basically went through his career and then that was it and the whole time like there's commentary from Bray Wyatt like on the screen they never fought they didn't like throw a single punch <laughs> and that was an A-rated match when all it was was a slideshow of John Cena's career but it was A-rated no <laughs> it was weird and it was just pointless it was weird it was pointless and i did not like it like at all it was just like okay y'all is that how john cena is gonna retire baldy is not about to fucking retire bruh he can't get enough he's not going anywhere just just like his fucking hair ain't going anywhere he ain't going anywhere <laughs> he's just gonna keep combing that shit over and coming back because last time he came back he was fucking um what did he call himself? Doctor, the, 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 the doctor, uh, his rap persona the last time he came back, like he was having a midlife crisis or something. <laughs> Just so stupid. But uh, yeah, so that was an A-rated pay-per-view match. I mean, WrestleMania match. Also, A-rated match, the graveyard match between Undertaker and Seth, R and uh, not Seth, AJ Styles. Um... That was a little bit better than the uh, Firefly Funhouse match, but it was still garbage. <laughs> it was not a good match, but they actually hit each other a few times, so I would say it was better. But I would say, at best, the um, the Firefly Funhouse match should have been like a D, because they didn't fight. It wasn't a match at all. It was a remembrance of what John Cena used to be. <laughs> But the graveyard match, they fought, and um, 
I would say that it's a solid like B minus C plus B minus, and that's being generous because it was not a good match. Now, back to uh oh, but then after WrestleMania, they did polls and shit like on Instagram and Face and Twitter, like oh, do you, do you guys like the fire the fire fire Funhouse match and the graveyard match? Do y'all want to see more of this shit? And everyone said yes because. The fucking 12-year-olds are out there voting and shit. This is why you don't give power to 12-year-olds. No. <laughs> but yeah, so back to Extreme Rules. So the Extreme Rules match was uh, Bray Wyatt and... um. So all like for the last couple of months while they were building up this... For the last month or so or whatever, while they were building up this Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman storyline, The Fiend hasn't really been popping up. It's just been Bray Wyatt. Then all of a sudden, like, like you know, he, the Firefly Funhouse shit sometimes, but the Fiend hasn't really been shown. So then they come to this swamp or whatever, and uh, it's weird. It's it's weird. Brown gets there, and then like some like hooligans come and fight him, and then uh, he uh, then a man gets set on fire. <laughs> and the funny thing about the guy getting set on fire, like, clearly it's one of those people who, like, do that for, like, a stunt double or whatever. He is set on fire, and he starts running around with his hands up like this, going, ah, ah, <laughs> ah, like, literally, like, with just no expression on his face. I'm just like, okay, if you, come on, bro, act like you're on fire. Put, put, do, put in some effort. I know you don't give a fuck, but come on, man. Play the part. But yes, then uh, at one point he gets knocked, he gets hit in the head with a shovel, uh, hit in the back with a shovel or something. And then who hit him with the shovel? Oh, Bray, uh, Braun Strowman himself. He got hit by himself with a shovel. <gasps> and then next thing, he's chained up in like a barn or some shit. And then Bray is talking shit or whatever. And then uh, he escapes the barn. They go outside. They're fighting and stuff. Then uh, he puts Bray in a boat. The boat takes off. And then you think, oh, it's over. And then the boat circles around the swamp and comes back. And then it's empty. And he's like, uh-oh, where's Bray? I don't know where Bray went. And then uh, Bray pops out from under from the water. And they start fighting again. And then I'm just like, okay. Then the end, it ends with him being dragged into the water. He doesn't come back up. And then at the very last scene, who comes back up? The Fiend. In full make Fiend makeup. And it's like, okay, so what does that mean? Is Bron going to be uh, the Fiend's little bitch now? Is Are we going to play with the same type of scenario that happened with Bray and Matt Hardy? Now, why did the Fiend come back all of a sudden? Oh, I thought we were done with that. No, we're not done with the Fiend. Like, what's going to happen next? The fight was not an A. I would give that fight. Like, they fought. I mean, it was okay. It was entertaining for the most part. I would give it like a B. Not an A, but overall, the pay-per-view is definitely an A. Like, all the fights were pretty good. Um, My grievance with these uh, matches, these pay-per-view matches that are uh, being taken taken place off-lot or whatever, is that they're putting way too much fucking production into it and not enough fighting. They are going over the top with, like cameras and lighting and all of like just over the fucking top with the production 
but then the fighting is trash. Like, okay, if you want to put all this fucking effort into production, why are you not putting the F same effort into fucking the fighting? There's another match. Um, the Money in the Bank match was also an A match. That was different pay-per-view. That was also rated an A. That was the dumbest shit I've ever seen. They were in the fucking um, corporate building in Connecticut. You start on the ground level, go to the top level, and you fight in the ring. I think I talked about this. I must. I feel like I talked about this. I'm not going to talk about it too much. And I realize I've been talking for 20 minutes already and needed to take a commercial break. But uh, uh, real quick, to the WWE writers, get your shit together. Just get it together. Y'all keep starting storylines and then just, oh, now we're over here. Finish something. Finish it and make it good. Stop making it shitty. I know it's for kids. I don't give a fuck. I know it's for kids, but I want to enjoy it too. So make it better. Do it. Just do it. All right, we got to take a break because I've been talking way too long. All right, I think there's one. No, I'll talk. We'll be back. If you don't want to listen to the commercial, fucking skip it. Okay, be back after these messages. All right, welcome back. Sorry for going on that uh, long, 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 uh, rants about nothing i do have a couple more things to say about wrestling though and then i have some other things to talk about okay okay cool um so they have this documentary that came out called the last ride with the undertaker i guess it's the undertaker telling stories and shit i didn't watch yet i'm going to because it looks like it should be good i just thought it was interesting that it came out like the same time like the mj documentaries came out uh, the first couple of weeks, and then after that, it was like, ooh, the last ride with The Undertaker, you need to watch it, and I feel like the MJ documentary was also called The Last <clears throat> the Last Ride, so I was like, okay, this is weird, they are capitalizing on this shit, that's smart, but I didn't watch it, I'm going to, it seems like it should be good, like, I like watching and listening to this stuff when uh, the wrestlers tell stories, because, bruh, like, wrestling is fucking crazy, <laughs> I started watching this show called the, well, I watched it. This, uh, it's a docu-series, I guess, called The Dark Side of the Ring. It's about wrestling, mostly like WWE stars or people who wrestled in WWE and other uh, franchises. Now, um, that shit was fucking crazy. It's really good. It's probably like 20-something episodes, like 20 episodes or so, but... It's really good. It's a really well done documentary because like you have all these wrestlers who died like while they were performing and shit and they talk about drugs and all of this stuff. There's this one guy. Um, fuck was his name. Fuck was his name. And fuck would. <laughs> nah, I can't remember his name. Uh, sh- can't remember it didn't write it down but there's this one guy black guy i'm not even gonna tell it because i can't remember his name uh but yeah so 
I would definitely recommend if it's on Hulu. So I would definitely recommend watching The Dark Side of the Ring if you haven't. Like even if you don't really know much about wrestling, I'll watch it cuz it's kind of like more it's kind of like murder porn. So <laughs> if you like murder porn, if you don't know what murder porn is, if you don't watch South Park, murder porn is basically everything that happens on the Investigative Discovery channel. Murder porn. So the dark side of the ring is like murder porn, but with wrestlers. And it's really well done. It's really good. It's a really good docu-series. I definitely um, recommend that to anybody. You don't need to know about wrestling because I give you the background of the wrestlers and whatnot. And like they explain the little, <clears throat> they explain all of the little uh, words and shit like kayfabe and, and heel and work and shoot. They explain babyface. They explain all that stuff. So even if you don't know about wrestling, I would definitely recommend watching it. It's a really good uh, series. And uh, my voice is starting to give out, which is crazy. Usually I bring some water in here with me. I did not. I would just go grab it because it's, you know, I'm in my closet. The room is right out there. My water's in there. But I was rambling for way too long. So we got to get this shit done. All right. <coughs> <coughs> Just a couple more things I want to talk about, and then I will let you guys go on with your day. I think I'm done talking about wrestling, but who knows? Who knows what's going to pop into my brain as I'm talking about this other shit? Because y'all know my brain is a very weird place to be. It gets weird in there. Things happen. Things come out of nowhere. But, uh, yeah, so... A lot of these alarm. I was thinking about getting a alarm system, like one of those small ones, just to put in, put like a contact over the door and like a, and a little motion sensor or whatever. As some of y'all know, I used to sell alarms with ADT. I'm not gonna go through ADT because I'm not about to pay all that shit. I'm gonna probably buy a little small system off of Amazon. <laughs> but uh, so I was looking at a. Uh, different packages and different uh, companies and stuff and a lot of them have this feature uh where if you buy a smart lock you can give the delivery drivers an access code to get into your house to deliver your packages so you're gonna give a random person because amazon flex anybody can deliver Amazon Flex. I delivered Amazon Flex before. Anyone could do it. So you're going to let a random person have access to go into your house to put a package on the floor in the house instead of on the floor outside. Fuck no. Like, that's so stupid. People are like, oh, that's so convenient. I could just let... The smart lock is a good idea if you have a babysitter, a dog walker, family who you don't want to have a key because they might just pop over whenever they want to. So they need to hit you up in advance in order to get a different a code to get in. People like that. Like if you have people that if you, your kids are at home and you need someone to be able to come in and check on them periodically, then yeah, smart luck. Good idea. But if you're just lazy Bruh, like, don't lose your fucking key. Be an adult. Be a fucking adult. And keep an extra key in your car. 
don't lock yourself out of your car have triple a like just be an adult you know don't have a smart lock to where you can give strangers access to go into your house because you know if i was a lesser human being and i was delivering packages for amazon and had this access code to go into someone's house i would go in look around of course if they if they have that little access code they have camera cameras in there they got to so i would go in look around see what's good to steal and then wait a week or two and break in sure the code won't work by then but it doesn't matter because i know where you live i know what you have in your house i could come back whenever i feel like it and take all your shit if i were a lesser lesser human being and we're into that type of thing i'm a good kid because I'm still a kid, even though I haven't been a kid in over 10 some years, about 10 years. So that's dumb as fuck. Speaking of 10 years since I was a kid, our, my high school reunion was supposed to be this year. They was planning it and shit, and then the corona hit, and nobody even talked about it anymore. So I guess that shit just ain't happening. <laughs> I don't really give a fuck either. They was being way too uppity, like, for the planning. They were like, ooh, we can rent a yacht. Ooh, we could rent a mansion. Like, bruh, there was only 100 people in our graduating class. And out of that 100, maybe 35, 40 people will show up. And you want 40 people to pay for a yacht? Bitch, please. Nah. (laughs) Nah, it ain't happening. So, I mean, it's whatever. I feel like once the corona cools down, we can, like, go to a bar or something that'll be chill just go hang out i wouldn't mind seeing everybody once (laughs) and then going back to just talking shit on instagram to everyone i mean i'd be cool with that that'd be all right but uh what was i talking about oh amazon packages there is now i would never do the door lock thing for to let strangers into my house that's dumb but there is something you can get. It's kind of like a, it was expensive, I think. I remember looking at it a while back. I think it was like $200, $300. Not worth it. But if you're paranoid and want to have packages and don't want to pay for a P.O. box or whatever, don't want to have shit delivered to like your job or like, because like I would just have the shit delivered to my brother's job. If I really, if it's important, I'll have it delivered over there. If it's other shit like fucking hair color or like fucking nonsense i'm wasting amazon shit i just have it delivered to the front door but um if you're paranoid about people stealing your shit you could buy this thing it's like 200 bucks 300 bucks i think i don't remember i didn't double check i wasn't even sure i was going to talk about this today but it's like two 300 bucks and uh it's basically like a little locker type of deal that you put in front of your door and then they uh can open it to put the package in and then after that it locks i think i don't remember but it's a lockable little locker for uh packages now that's a good idea because i mean even maybe it has a little code even if it has a little code okay so the delivery driver has the code for that not the code to get into your house and see all your shit. Just the code to put shit in the little box. Alright. That's cool. But then... Oh, and then you tether it. I was, 
So I was about to say, but then someone could just walk off with it. But then I remembered because I'm smart. <laughs> so you uh, tether it to your front door. So it goes, it has like one of those uh, anti-cut little wire things. And you just put it around the door handle on the inside of the uh, house and close the door. So no one could take it. So, I mean, that's a solid idea if you're paranoid about people stealing your shit and want to spend 20-something, not 20, 200-something dollars on it. By all means, go for it. Um, oh, there's one more thing. So, uh, this is also wrestling. So, there's this, re- well, that I learned from um, the uh, uh, Dark Side of the Ring thing. There's this wrestler. His name was uh, Dr. D. David Schultz. He would uh, carry around business cards with him, like, in his wrestler getup, and he would leave it at people's, uh, like, when he would go out to restaurants and go to businesses and shit, he would leave the business cards, and on the cards, it said, it had his name, Dr. D. David Schultz, and it would say, uh, you have been patronized by the world's greatest wrestler, and I feel like I need to have some cards made like that, too, that say, um, Angie Bell and then have a picture of me holding a mic smiling holding a mic like in front of a large group of people because you know I always perform in front of packed houses (laughs) there's never anyone there (laughs) but uh uh, have me holding a microphone like an, on stage or whatever and I say Angie Bell you have been patronized by the world's greatest comedian bitch <laughs> you know you got to add the bitch on there because that's how Angie Bell does it that's how Angie does it because how does he do it he doesn't do it easy that's what I'm saying stop now I'm gonna break it down just to tell a little story <laughs> straight out the box from the gangster category about a sucker a sucker motherfucker he's addicted he's a smoker butter compta cotta clucker okay bonus points Whoever knows what the fuck I just did. <laughs> but yeah, that seems like a good idea. It's kind of an asshole move. And then put my uh, Angie Bell. You've been patronized by the world's greatest uh, comedian. And then put at just Angie. And then uh, see, if, see if I get some followers. <laughs> I might do that. Like real shit, I might actually do that. Just make the cards at home and then just do that. It seems like a really good idea. So uh, if you are a business owner and I happen to be in your uh, business, you might you might get a little card, not a tip, but you might get a little business card that says you've been patronized for me, the world's greatest comedian. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, this has been a long one. I did have one more thing to talk about, but I'll talk about that later. On another day. This is I've 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 done enough. This has gone long, and uh, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry at all. You'll be okay. Cause it'll be okay. You'll be okay. The sun will rise from yesterday. If you're ever alone. All right. Bonus points to no, who knows those two songs because they are two completely you have gangster rap (laughs) then you have like pop rock (laughs) and i don't know if those people even still the second 
second one even still makes the first one he's dead i don't know about the second one i don't well i don't know i don't think they're dead i just don't think they make music anymore but uh bonus points to whoever knows those two songs what do you get nothing but my appreciation that's all you really need who needs money and gifts and and um fake shit non-sentimental things when all you really need in life is the respect and appreciation from angie bell the world's greatest comedian (laughs) all right i gotta get off of this remember to follow me on instagram just underscore angie and the tws pod um if you haven't go peep my voyage la magazine article the link is in my instagram on my twitter on i don't i don't know the link off the top of my head but it's in the link tree you can go to linktree.com slash angie b no e um yeah i think that's gonna do it i think that's gonna do it i'll catch so remember to don't be dicks i've got merch check out my website just angie.com no underscore go browse around haven't uploaded any new shit i'm working on some new shit though that to add to it but uh yeah go check that out don't be dicks catch y'all motherfuckers next week okay nice